0: Smartest guys around are about to break it down like they won the game a million
1: times. Well, actually, they didn't really win the game at all.
0: Survivor, no,
1: it's Triino back with Stephen Fishback Stephen would you rather podcast about a, a wild crazy season or a quiet season what would you, you rather know, podcast the about? crazy
0: seasons there's so much pressure to get it right figure it out quiet season you know mm-hmm. if we're more interesting than the episode you know that's a be win
1: good. yeah it's a win that's a win Stephen yeah. fishback how are you doing tonight? I'm good. It's great to be chatting with you. What are you up to? Oh, I'm just, uh, you know, excited to be back here with you. Uh, yeah. A highlight of the week for me and an interesting vote here tonight as we came up onto this 3-3-3 scenario. Ultimately, it's Kane who goes home, Uh, you know, not, uh, you know. Then Kane, the Kane, the big Kane machine never really got going in this season. yeah,
0: I, I thought it was very funny like the Carol was like, why you know why what what's, yeah. so, what's so threatening what's so threatening about Kane mm-hmm. yeah, so that, is that sort of that's like Carolyn. Like with like Mario from the Mario video games.
1: You have not done a lot of impressions over, you know, 11 years of podcasting. I'm very resistant. You know, well, I'm with the king. You know, you don't like, uh, you know,
0: when you're, you don't play poker against Daniel Negriano. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't play Some A lot of people do. Yeah. well, I guess there are. That's right. I mean, but like, you know, not, you
1: know. Yeah, not, I appreciate it. I, I, I'm I picking up what you're putting down, but uh, yeah. I appreciated it. Anyway, yeah. uh, so uh, we will talk with Kane tomorrow and uh, find out uh, what he has to say about all of this. Kane went home with Jamie's Idol, which we were robbed. We should have gotten I mean- to see... That was
0: the the moment of the season for for and and I really was I thought you had you had a great prediction like that Jamie's whole edit was leading not now that we what does she ahead. have Jamie's story was leading to. A big blow up with this idol where she plays it. It's a dramatic moment for her. And
1: then like egg on the face. Yeah. No, the egg is gone.
0: Her her face is still there, but the egg is gone.
1: Steve, I'm surprised they even included it in the show. Like they could have just never shown us Matthew finding an idol, Jamie getting a fake idol, Jamie giving the fake idol to Kane. Like uh, they could, they could have cut this all out. Zero. I mean, it was fun. It was fun along the way. We had yeah, some fun. It was a, we had tease. Some special it was a tease. It was a tease.
0: Losing the fake idol, honestly, I mean, I, I liked Kane a lot yeah. as a player, but losing the fake idol. And is production,
1: I'm they did have some fun with it in terms of yeah. like, oh, guys, can you believe it? I still have my idol. Uh, so they they had some fun editing moments, uh, for sure. Jam jam at travel counts with the subtitles. So I I do like all that. I think they're having a, a lot of fun with it, and so uh, you like to see that. But yeah, I was disappointed. We were robbed. But anyway, uh, we will have an exit interview coming up with Kane on Thursday, and then I have a chance on Thursday to get to speak with somebody. I haven't done the recap with before janet carbon from survivor no, okay. 39 is gonna join me and uh she messaged me recently how come i've never been on your podcast so i was like hey well let's do it janet let's go yeah she's
0: i mean like don't I've tempt me with a good time and amazed. she's been like a huge part you know she goes on all like you know, I would not have thought Janet would be the one going on, you know, all the online games and like being like the stuff that like, you know, cause I, that I do (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) the the nerdy things that, you know, that the people, I I just wouldn't have paid Janet for that. So it's been fun to see that she really is like such a big part of the, uh, you know, really involved with the post-show
1: community. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to talk to her tomorrow and then on Monday, I'll be back with another feedback show as Hannah Shapiro uh, is going to join me uh, for her annual visit to the survivor feedback show. So it should be a, fun week to break this all down all right Stephen, uh let's talk about a couple of big things uh at this hour uh we had our first live tribal council of the season did anything change
0: i mean that's the only question. like a lot of people whispering to each other the plan's the same is the plan the same the plan's the same like it didn't feel like any plans were actually changing
1: I, we, yeah, it's so hard to tell uh, in terms of like, we saw where, and and I don't know who was the first person to set it off. Uh, I saw, uh, uh, it was Kane, uh, you know, was, I was Kane talking to Carolyn about like, uh, like how certain are you about the vote? Uh, and ultimately, I mean, Carolyn's voting for Kane in that spot.
0: Um, the only interesting part, so let's like run through who votes for who, right? So, yes. uh, Kane votes for Danny. He's the only one. And this yes. is part of the, you know, supposed Ratu split vote between Danny and Heidi. where they, don't think they it think was supposed the for them.
1: Yeah. It was very real. Well, no, for no, them. no.
0: But well, no, right. But I mean, Ratu thought they were splitting the vote. And in fact, they did split the vote because Lauren, Jamie, and then Lauren's extra vote vote for Heidi. And then it was supposed to be Kane. You know, uh, Jam Jam and and Carson. And I don't know. I don't know if Carolyn was in there. Um, yeah, it oh, no, it was Car- yeah, yeah, it might have been a men voting. Oh no, it was with Carolyn. Yeah, it might have been men on 12.
1: Danny and women on they, uh, yeah, Heidi. I, as well, they w- had
0: four votes. They had four votes. I remember that um, on Danny because they had more votes on Danny. So I think maybe it was with Carson. So I'm sorry, with Carolyn. So all of the um, the the Tikas end up voting for Kane as well. The only. Uh, as well as, so all the Tikas and all the Sokas vote for Kane, except for a very strange vote. Franny puts one vote on Jamie, which makes no sense. Okay. That's not a split vote. Yeah. That, like, that is no, like, that's not like protecting against an idol or protecting the against dark. a shot in the dark. Yeah. Because they know, like one vote is fewer than the three votes that okay. they or four votes. That they did All now. right,
1: let's go to our friend, uh, an honorary know-it-all, Christian Hubicky, in the chat. Oh. Uh, maybe a hinky vote emerged from the live tropical council. Well, that's where the I was Franny going. Franny vote for Jamie comes to mind. Uh, what do you think of that? Well, could that have been some intentional chicanery from Franny? I think
0: it's not impossible that Franny, you know, Franny was very big on flushing Jamie's idol. She kept on being like, I think they're voting for you, you know, when we saw in the pre-tribal council deliberations. So it's possible she put a vote on Franny, sorry, on Jamie, like just to kind of make her nervous for next time where like she gets a vote like, oh, next time I would better play my idol.
1: You think so? Um I- I'm trying to think um, in terms of... Or it was just like a miss, you you know... You know, Franny uh, is immune, so she could play a little loosey-goosey here. Um, Right. I I don't know if, uh, you know... I, I I don't have enough information yet at this point to come up with any other theories. It's also possible that, um you know, these things do get confusing during well, the drama right. councils. Yeah. Right. Uh, and so maybe that she, somebody said something and they weren't being serious and she was under the impression that the plan has changed. I think that that's a possibility. Um, Hinky votes a possibility. Uh, maybe that there was uh, some other scenario that we're not thinking of that could have been like, okay, well, what if, what if this idol gets played and the, and this person does a shot in the dark? Uh, can we put a vote on this person? So um, I'm sure we will like uh, continue to talk that through as the week goes along. Um, let me ask you uh, in terms of uh, I think of this as being one of your strengths of figuring out the votes. Oh, handsome. Oh, OK. Yes. In addition to being, uh, you know, Just professionally that. handsome. Right, right. right. That's sort of. yeah. For the Ratu group. Yeah. D- is this how you would ideally structure a vote split where L- right, Lauren, all of one tribe Lauren and basically Heidi on one. basically, you know, uh, with and, and Lauren's extra vote on, I'm sorry, Lauren and Jamie, Jamie, and Jamie on, and uh, have their votes vote. on Heidi and then yeah. Kane and the whole other right. tribe on the person you actually want to go home. Right. I mean, you're I mean,
0: it, you do want to put the most reliable votes on the person you most want to go home. I think that's a very good point. Like you, the the votes you're not so sure of, you want to put on the, like the overflow because right. That's, that's a great point. Like that was not that well-structured, but on the other hand, you know, if Tika was voting with Soka, um, as they were, you're screwed anyway. So it sort of doesn't matter, but yeah. yeah, like to optimize and you should be trying to optimize in small ways at every point, because like, that's how you get an edge. You should be putting all their votes on the, they should be putting their four votes on the person they want to go home. And then, um, you know, it's, it's also not impossible that, you know, maybe like Tika claimed they wanted to vote for Danny, you know, obviously, um, it was important to Carolyn to get Danny out. So like, maybe that was Mm -hmm. like, Carolyn, you get, you know, maybe there was like some sense of like, let's just put, because they were less reliable. They were like, this is very, it's more straightforward if they just vote for the person who they want to go home. But, um, so I don't think that's an impossible consideration. Like, Carolyn's dead center voting for Danny. Okay, well, we'll go vote for Danny and uh, you guys vote for, her too, for for him too. But um, I yeah, op- the, the optimal would be to put the vote you're most solid with on the person you want to go home.
1: Steven, how about for Tika? That, is this the right call for them to make? You know, obviously so much has been made about in this post-merge game, how they're in the middle, they're the swings. They could go uh, with either Ratu or or Soka last week uh, that they knew about that that Danny was going to play the idol and ultimately were happy to pretend to vote with Ratsu, at least from Carson and Jam Jam's perspective. In this spot, they they could have gone either way. They could have said, let's get Danny out, let's get Kane out, and ultimately they go with Kane. We saw Jam Jam and Carolyn discussing this in the episode. Did you like the decision to side with Soka? And take Kane out instead of well, taking Danny out. Well,
0: what's interesting is that, you know, I think from our perspective, maybe Danny seems like a bigger threat. He's like going to play harder, but he's also the one in the episode who's like, why on earth would we turn on the Tika people, right? Like Franny goes to Danny and says, why would we turn on the, like, it was just to suggest they turn on the Tika. She says, these Tika three, they're playing the middle, like, Let's take them out.
1: Freddy's making and, a lot of sense. I gotta be honest. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, although I do wonder, like, let's take a step back. Like, I think we all, because of just the way the story is being told and I'm not talking about edit, I promise I will not talk about edit. It's not a part of this conversation. We all have a sense that the Tika three might be in the final three and that maybe one of them is the winner, right? That's convention. That's sort of where we're all at in this uh, chatter. Um, if- I think that's
1: that's a reasonable assumption based off of what we've seen so far. They are the three people who have gotten the most. The caveat being in the new era of Survivor, that has not necessarily been uh, the most predictive metric.
0: No, in fact, it's almost like reliably wrong to go for the person. Marianne got a
1: lot in 42.
0: Yeah, but not a very traditional winner's edit by any means. Mm -hmm. Um, But so. You know, we we know that Franny is right here, but, like, what if Franny had gotten her way and they had voted off Atika and then Ratu steamrolls somehow, because they do have all this hardware, some of it fake, um, and then a Ratu wins. Like, we're seeing a very different story. We're seeing the story where, you know, Franny made a catastrophic choice, not where Danny made a catastrophic choice. So, anyway, I'm just saying, like, the story we're seeing is, you know, deter- is determined mm-hmm. by in some way by the results. But, but, um, back to your, back to your initial question. Um, was this the right call for Tika? I do think the fact that Danny really wants to stick with, um, Tika is a reason to play with Danny. Um, I mean, you know, and to, to stick with him, and and Jam Jam obviously is really fixated on this idea of like I am eliminating everyone who wrote me like my name down. Like mm-hmm. he said it a couple times in the episode. You know, clearly that's his Godfather moment. That's his like final tribal speech, right? Like everyone who wrote my name down, they went home. Bam, 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 bam. Jam, 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 jam.
1: Yeah, um, but hold yeah. on a second. Also, like, uh, yeah, I, I feel like that being like part of this that's being left out, like. Didn't Heidi tell, like, make Lauren write down Jam Jam's name at a tribal council? Like, I feel he, like that Jam Jam is leaving out that part of the story. Yeah, I don't think that that has been
0: forgiven. That that, yeah, that, <laughs> that's been forgiven.
1: I think that that might, I mean, he- Heidi being next would be very much
0: in line with where this. Well, who uh, did,
1: oh, Does he get mad at Lauren? Lauren's the one that actually had to write it. Yeah, it wasn't Lauren's fault.
0: Yeah. She against her will, mm-hmm. they, you know, um, yeah, I mean, so I mean, Lauren was one who was really pushing for um, eliminating Matt in that spot.
1: But I, I don't know what, what what's your
0: take? Did did Tika make the right call? I, I think I think,
1: yeah. I think that they did, but only because Lauren had the extra vote. I, like, I right. think had Lauren like burned her extra vote at the Tribal Council where um, <laughs> Matt ultimately went home. If she had played her second vote to take Matt out, I do wonder if Tika would have made a different decision because basically that extra vote is almost like another number for them so yes they only have three but they actually have four votes uh, as opposed to and and then you know Kane again I'm kind of with Carolyn on like Kane what like why why is he a threat what is he doing Um, he couldn't even like go look for a key because he ate a peanut butter sandwich I don't think that he's like (laughs) necessarily like he doesn't have a lot of relationships doesn't seem to have any advantages and I don't really feel like that he had a lot going on as opposed to Danny, who is like uh really in the middle of everything, but Lauren had that extra vote. And so I do wonder if now, okay, they took out a side, a, a number from Ratu and now will they make the move to switch back this upcoming I
0: definitely, week? I think that's the next move for sure. I think that's gotta be, I think they're going to do the, the, the ping and the pong, but, here's the here's the counter question rob was franny right or was danny right so i mean we see again we see the tika three as being you know totally in the middle and carson's in the middle of the middle he's like got the best spot um but on the other hand the game is three 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 and like you said lauren has that extra vote they also all think jamie has an extra has, has an idol which is you know like yeah fair for them to think you know they're wrong but like there's no reason that they should know they're wrong. Um, do you, if you are the one, if you're there, Rob Sesternino, Danny, and Franny having a chat, you know, Danny's making his case, like, let's stick with Tika. These guys have been tight with us. Let's take out Raju. They got a lot of firepower. Franny's like, no, Tika's playing the middle. They're playing both sides.
1: Where are you voting? So, I, you know, it's, that's hard to say because me, Rob Sestrino, I have more complete information. I for, I know they're playing the middle. Also, that Franny also has insight that Danny doesn't have, where Franny knows that people like Carson and Jam Jam were in on these conversations of, yeah, let's vote out Danny that she was having. And now she can't say to Danny, like, yeah, well, Carson and Jam Jam were talking to me just like two days ago about voting you out. So they're definitely playing the middle where they may have been painting a picture to Danny of like, no, we're 100% with you, Danny. And so that Franny, I think, can see it a little bit more clearly the i think the question is ultimately in survivor are you better off with the devil you know versus the devil you don't like if this person is like okay i know where these people stand and they are against me am i better off like uh potentially trying to work with them against people that i don't know where their allegiances lie
0: Yeah, I I mean, I think, so I'm just raising the thing that it's not, I I mean, I think we all agree that Franny is right, but I'm just saying, trying to say it's not as cut and dry as, you know, maybe my gut reaction was watching the episode because, but but I think I would still, and I think this is what you're suggesting, like I would stake Franny's point there where someone who is constantly maneuvering in the way that the Tika three we see are, um, I would want them out of the game. You know, I want the slippery ones out. I want to be the slippery one. You know, you don't want the, um, whereas we've seen the Ratus, and again, like we're you know, not seeing a full story here, but we've seen that they're a little bit more, you know, down the line like, hey, we're the Ratu four, now the Ratu three, and like, this is what we're doing. <laughs> like, we're gonna go last episode. They, they went and told everyone what they were doing. Yeah. Um, so they're not the ones like, you know, outmaneuvering. And, and, and so I would, I would think, I mean, I would have stuck with Franny on that one. I absolutely would have voted out, um, Atika, um, you know, obviously probably Carson, right? Like that's, I mean, now
1: with the complete information we have been through enough, Stephen, but I think that in a very intriguing way going into next week, we'll get to the final eight. Now is Tika's cover blown yet at this point where for now, Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now after this tribal council, they come back, Lauren and Jamie are like, what what happened? Uh, Jam right. Jam Carolyn and Carson. I thought you were you, you. I thought you were with us. What happened? And then it's like, oh, you know that they were telling us that they were going to split the vote, and so that is it. Just like okay, that the next two votes are going to be Lauren and Jamie pending they win individual immunity. I mean that's a
0: possibility. You know, it does seem like. I mean, for what it's worth, Tika has been pretty forthright. With Soka, right? Like from Ratu's perspective, Tika has bounced back and forth because Ratu thought that Tika was with them on the last vote. You know, mm-hmm. trying um, when when Brandon went home. But from Soka's perspective, Tika Tika's been with them on both votes. Like, right. They've known about both votes, so you know Ratu can blow up at them, but. They've well, got a pretty safe home with Soka. And
1: Really, what they should do is not blow up too hard because really the optimal move is going to be for them to say, look, all right, yeah, okay, you got us on that one. But but how about Danny? Can let, yeah. but what about Danny now? Like, isn't, isn't the Danny, optimal move? Isn't to like, Danny the biggest uh, b- papaya that's on the board right now? If, you,
0: if you're if you in Ratu and like, Tika's just
1: like totally snowed you,
0: like aren't you going to want a Tika out?
1: I think that that might be your first instinct and that move I think is probably not there for the taking because you're going to need uh soka to turn on them. But Franny's up for it? Franny might have uh yeah sh- like uh look that for Franny and for Heidi and for Danny, that might be a more appetizing move than going after Danny uh, for sure. Um, But I do feel like that from what we've seen, especially from Carson and jam jam that, that I think that they really relish being in the middle. And I do feel like that they are going to look at, especially where Carolyn, she wants Danny out next. And I think that they probably will double back to Lauren and Jamie, but the the only question is will Lauren and Jamie expose them potentially to Soka and then how does that play?
0: Yeah. I mean I wouldn't I don't think it's I mean, I think it's likely that Danny or, or Heidi goes home next. Like that seems to me the likeliest possibility. Mm-hmm. Although I, I guess Franny too. I don't know.
1: Well, let's talk a little <laughs> bit about Danny because I starting to feel like is Danny getting the villain uh edit a little bit here? Because uh boy, Danny had like like uh had such a uh, I hate you know what on in this episode for the whole rice negotiation. I don't know. I mean, I'm mean, sure, well, like, i sure. Like I, I, and again, that's not like, villainous. I, I, I don't know if like is Dan, like he was just like he wouldn't let it go. Like oh my god. Um, yeah. I mean, which is funny because like if you
0: are competing for immunity, you sort of want fewer people to be
1: competing against you. The, yeah, this should be Danny in the confessionals. Like, hey. This game is only 26 days. I like, you could suck it up and not eat. Like I would never sit out of the challenge, but I hope everybody else does. Like right. what, what is he making? Like this into like a principle of like, I better not see anybody sitting out of this challenge unless he feels like, Hey, I know I can go without rice for all this time. I don't need to refuel my, my competitors.
0: Um. Yeah. I mean, I do think people get very, um, you know, proud of their season, right? You want it to be a good season and you, and that, that means whatever, you know, good is to you. And so I'm not that shocked that someone like Danny is, you know, this is what good means to me. Like, I think it would be cool if we like all played hard. We didn't like sit out, we didn't negotiate. Like we played like classic hardcore, you know, um, Mm -hmm. gall, gallbladders to the wall. um, Is that the expression? It's galls to the wall, right? Yeah. Galls to the wall survivor. Yeah. Um, And, you know, didn't like do any kind of like weak negotiation Mm -hmm. stuff. Like I was a fun character moment. I mean, I'm glad they kind of made a big deal out of it because it was sort of like a fun, you know, conflict of of values.
1: Yeah. They really did make a whole meal out of it. And then, you know, his whole thing about like, oh, yeah, like I prom like I won't vote anybody out. Scouts honor. like. uh, Yeah. Very fun. Yeah. Um. Steven all right, this is the fourth time we've seen the rice negotiation here mm-hmm. in the new era. Is it picking up steam? Not to make it a rice pun, uh, but is it is it doing anything for you as a viewer? Um, Yeah, I, I mean, this was fun
0: because there was that tension of will it actually happen, right? And because there was, like, I think most seasons it just is like we're waiting to see who the four are. Whereas this time it there really felt like well, maybe they won't happen, and that was interesting. And, and because Carson was was so desperate for it, and because you know the other players were really, and because it has been you know a much more kind of chaotic season than last season. Speaking of which, like we got to get to talk about like Jeff just like negging season forty three mm-hmm. at Tribal Council. Like,
1: aren't you glad Don't you're you a like good season- seasons where players are making moves <laughs> yeah, and not just exactly sitting like, there? Yeah, live tribals,
0: isn't it fun? Um, I miss it. Um, no, but I, I, uh, yeah, this was, this was more fun. I mean, you know, I think someone, maybe it was Dalton was tweeting about how he wished it would, they would go back to the reward child, you know, the, the immunity where Jeff would come out with, you know, a plate of cookies, which of course you remember very well from mm. us, wherever the Amazon classic moment, but, but, uh, you know, when he would come out and like individually tempt you, I mean, that was a very, that was, that was always fun. And I, I don't think the like, the, like who's going to sit out for rice is quite as fun as that
1: no it's not it's like again sitting out for rice it, it's fine but you know it's right. is the fourth season in a row like uh, I, I don't like that it's part of the show and then right. after it was over uh, it was like afterwards that everybody's like oh my god I feel so much like now I feel like I can actually play the game and now the game is and Jeff was even like wow like you can feel how electric this is like if only you had a way to be be able to make your show more exciting if there was only yeah. one simple trick yeah. to be able to get more exciting results out of your players on survivor hmm just yeah. give them the rice who cares give them the rice to begin with right no one cares about them like they're suffering
0: they're outside it's cold it's rainy they're not eating that much give them enough so that they can try if that is truly what's holding back people is like a half a bag of rice like give them the rice this is the
1: one thing I don't know. Like there's so much stuff. Like, I don't know who they're focus grouping on any of this stuff, but they feel like, Oh no, they have to have nothing. They have to have absolutely nothing. And that's what I wanted. That's what I want to see on Wednesday night. Who cares? Just let, just let them eat. We want to see them running around.
0: Yeah. We want to see them running around. I mean, give them more, give them more. Like truly like they're, they're hungry. They're hungry anyway. Like if they're having like four spoonfuls of rice instead of two, they're hungry.
1: Mm hmm. So, and, uh, uh, you know, look, we got it with the rice negotiation. Uh, It's fine. We had a little bit of downtime in this episode. Also, you know, uh, Mike Bloom had commented on how the last couple episodes were basically like from the time they did Murgatory, It was uh, well, I think it might've been day 13 that Josh went out. It was day 14. All, everything happened with Matt. And then the last episode was day 15. Uh, and then that's it, crazy. In this episode, we had a little bit of like a point where the survivors could catch their breath a little bit.
0: Um, yeah, it was very fun. I mean, I think this is what makes the show so great, right? Is when you see these conversations, when you see, um, people bonding, kind of like, you know, them laughing about, the way Carolyn said. It. S as ass, it's very funny. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then Carolyn sharing her story of you know um, recovering from addiction and having a great family and not caring what people you know think about her was was wonderful.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, yeah, uh, a l- just a, like a little bit of uh, downtime from like this uh, breakneck pace that we've had here over uh, these uh, last couple episodes before we got to it was such an unusual like storm. Like uh, you know the survivors normally have like pretty good weather in Fiji. And then we had like this just like absolute downpour during the challenge. Uh And it like very quickly subsided by the time the challenge was over.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like crazy. It looked like I mean that brought me back when I see a downpour like that. I'm like oh my God. Sure. That, like I, I feel those sense. I mean, do you does it Amazon oh, rained a lot? Yeah,
1: you know in, in the Amazon it rained uh, a, a lot at, at like in the at the end of the game like uh, we ha- got into like the rainy season and then it rained like, uh, we had like a very long stretch of dry and then like the last, like it, like they, they really like timed it. Like once we hit like the day thirties, uh, it was like, r- like torrential rain almost every day. Did you all have a machete on that season? Yes. That's so wild. Yeah. Well, that was the, like weird, that was like Mark Burnett's vision of that. We were going to be like, like cutting through the jungle with like all the vines and everything.
0: And you were, right? You were
1: really like cutting through the jungle. We didn't cut like into the jungle. That's what it looked like. It looked like. It looked know, like it, but way. we all, yeah, I guess, I, I guess it was the only season where we all got a machete where, yeah, you know, you normally, crazy. normally I, every, there's only one machete. Yeah. That's such a cool
0: idea, you know, for, for and you could have like machete fights.
1: We never had a machete fight. I do have yeah. a, my machete, I think is in my mom's garage. Oh, how fun. How yeah. Great. i going to dig it out. I don't know how it's held up in the garage for the last 20 years. Um, but so
0: getting back to the episode, this is what happened Was another interesting thing that happened this episode was that the knowledge is power while not in the game, um, had, this is a pirate Tom just tweeted at me. Knowledge is power is good, bro. And it made, yeah, yeah. Like it was really fun. Like the effect of the knowledge is power causing that kind of paranoia where everyone's got to like switch items around. Did you like that?
1: Um, well, I didn't like the end result so that ultimately. Like, first of all, like I don't even understand the rules of the knowledge is power because like, that we saw basically that, um, like, we saw that Lauren gave her extra vote to uh, Jamie. And then Jamie gave her idol to Kane. Now, if you do, you have to specifically nail the idol or advantage that you have. Like if somebody, let's say Franny, stood up and had knowledge knowledge's power and said, "Jamie, do you have an advantage?" Or, or or Jamie, do you have an idol? She'll say, "No, I have an advantage." Yeah, I think you have to say idle or advantage, right? You have to like ask for which
0: one which one it is. Is mm-hmm. that not
1: right? Um I am not sure of the actual like uh r- the intricacies of of the rules. I mean that does sound familiar, but I don't know like in terms of like w- how they would enforce that.
0: Oh no, no, uh, so here it is. Here's how it works. You are allowed to ask one player either of the following two questions. Do you have an advantage? Or do you have an idol?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. That would so, be very ticky tack of like, do you have an idol? Like, no, I have an yeah. advantage. Sorry. What happens Don't to suggest- Jamie yeah. if
0: she says yes? Like is she is she ejected from the cause she's wrong? She cause she thought or or I guess in this case Kane, she's wrong that she had an idol. What happens because then?
1: It's, a, it's fake? Yeah. I mean, would that would be the great scenario to get to see yeah. where uh Kate's like, all right, you got me. Here's the idol. Here you go. You I had Jamie's idol the whole time. And then does Jeff say, uh actually Yeah. Um, you know, or like does, does, <laughs> does, like does the It's not out? an idol, it's not an idol.
0: So if, that would be Is a know, fake idol be- an advantage breaking the rules of the game to ad, to claim you had an idol when asked by the the player cannot lie yeah the, the the rules of the knowledge power is very clear the player cannot lie so if you say you have an idol and you only have a fake idol you now get Socrates it? says knowledge is a true belief so it's a false belief he doesn't know therefore a lie I don't think if he doesn't know I don't think it's a lie Okay. I mean, that's a very, an interesting question. What makes something alive?
1: It's a very interesting philosophical question. Maybe we could <laughs> like do a new audio book of the philosophy of Survivor and get into all of this stuff. But yeah. um, I did think it was interesting that we were talking about knowledge is power and it is not yet deployed in the game. Yeah.
0: Well, that's what I liked about it was that it was like the threat of it is creating. Are we getting it? Drama. Are we
1: getting knowledge is power? I don't, not this late, not this late in the game. I mean, so just to do our advantage check, I know that there was a lot of like, um, you know, people like uh, shouting from the rooftops about how, my, myself included, about how my, the over idle and advantageification of Survivor. But are we down to just Carolyn's idol being the only thing in the game? yeah i Uh, guess so he found an idol tonight he's idol and karen's idol right the two i mean two idols is still a good i mean two idols survivor baby (laughs) two idols eight players um yeah so okay um interesting interesting uh that they can't let this go on for too much longer right yeah you got to get something new in there okay Let's get into some questions from our listeners. But uh, before we do that, uh, I got to tell you about what we're doing coming up in two weeks. All right. So uh, I'm going to be in Toronto coming up in two weeks time. I will unfortunately not be able to be with Stephen Fishback, who will be live with Dr. Evie Jagoda coming up in uh, two (laughs) weeks time. I will be in Toronto uh, with uh, the great Toronto survivors Marianne and uh, and Omer are going to be uh, joining us live in Toronto Kevin Jacobs Big Brother winner uh also Gabby Pascuzzi uh Carla Mike Turner uh and a score of other alumni from reality TV will be joining us uh, for survivor but that, if you're not if you don't have a ticket I'm sorry uh sorry for you that show sold out but, oh! Sorry. Sorry for you. Um, but that being said, uh, we will uh, be in Toronto for two nights. And I will also be uh, at the Big Brother Canada finale podcast coming up on May 11. Tickets are still available for that show. If you want to be there with us, Rob is a website slash Toronto. Stephen expected over 40 Big Brother Canada alumni. Wow. Did you invite them or they're just going to show up? Um, We invited some and the rest are showing up. Uh, Hmm. It's going to be a wild night. Wow. That's fun. Okay. Uh, Tickets are available. at is website.com slash Toronto and uh, should be uh, an unforgettable time up north. Uh, And we'll have uh, the recordings of that podcast up uh, eventually after we get done. But it's going to be a really fun one to be back in Toronto. All right. Yes, Stephen.
0: I we just didn't talk about uh, the Jam Jam versus Carolyn dynamic, where once again they have a, di- a disagreement about who to vote for, and once again Jam Jam gets his way.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's Do you think that that is
0: a premonition of anything? No, I'm just interesting because that was like such a big, you know, contentious issue for them before, mm-hmm. where Carolyn wanted one thing, Jam Jam wanted another, and Jam Jam wasn't listening to her, and I felt like. I thought Jam Jam was going to be like you know I've learned that I need to respect Carolyns, which is a little bit more. That yeah. did not happen.
1: Yes, um, I love Carolyn uh, as a television character, but I do feel like that uh, we we hear from Carolyn that okay she knows more about what's going on and she's being uh, disrespected, but I do feel like that from what we actually see on our screen. We do see jam jam doing like a lot of work, yeah,
0: I mean, the only thing is like from our perspective, Carolyn is right, right? like in this case, what we were talking about, like is Danny a bigger threat than Kane, like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, although we did agree that we would if in our, in our we would have taken out Kane, so you know, only because
1: of Lauren's extra vote. That's a reason. Yeah. That's a, that's a thing that exists. Yeah. That's the thing that exists. Uh, and I yeah. do think they can double back and take out uh, Danny uh, this uh, next vote. Yeah. We'll see. All um, right.
0: Yeah. I Let's, just thought it was. And, and then uh, Franny, another
1: challenge win. Yeah. Two, uh, what, two out of three that she's uh, eligible for?
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. All go. right. Let's see. Um. How about a question from Mark? Uh, Of the players who voted out Kane, whose game is most likely to suffer for voting out Kane?
0: That's a very good question, Mark. That's a very interesting question. So Mm -hmm. um, I do think, huh? I mean, it's so hard. Like, if I didn't, like, is the Tika 3 going to, like, get in, you know, trouble over it?
1: Um, See, I kind of thought that Kane, though, he... like, only two votes ago seemed like he was willing to jump ship from Ratu. Like, that right. merge happened. Right. Brandon is like, I don't trust Kane. I don't want to work with him. We saw Kane talking to Carson. We saw Kane talking to Franny. I'm like, oh, well, Kane's part of the Misfits. And then all of a sudden it looked, things look good for Ratu for a second. Kane threw his lot in with Brandon. This is it where Ratu is going all the way. If it's not Ratu at the end of the game, we're a bunch of idiots. And then uh, now he's gone well i wonder like i mean to your point about
0: about kane you know talking to franny is it possible that franny didn't want to vote for kane like she had affection for him oh, i mean that's as possible. we all saw i mean as as uh as, as zach Wardenberg tweeted he he is matt so maybe <laughs> franny didn't want to vote no, vote, that's kane, true. vote kane out um <laughs> so that was uh yeah he had a very funny tweet about it um, Yeah, oh, he's, he's really he's the best he's honestly i think the funniest survivor i mean obviously you're you're here too but he is i think the funniest survivor tweeter that that's out there
1: yeah funny Um, funniest survivor under 40 (laughs)
0: exactly
1: yeah let's put out the Uh, list
0: yeah yeah that's right um but but uh i do wonder too like i mean if i had to pick and and franny didn't vote for kane but like on that side i would think that that closes off her options more than it does anybody else's
1: I mean, yeah, because Franny does seem like she's at the bottom of Soka. And I feel like that we got a little bit of Franny talking about her relationship with Carolyn. I think that she might be the closest to Carolyn. But it does feel like that Kane was a number that Franny could have potentially picked up. And what about,
0: yeah, what about Carson and like that bond? They're like, uh, you know, Lord of the Rings bond.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I guess uh, that for Carson, we didn't really get like who Carson's horse in the race was uh, ultimately on this one, right?
0: No, we just saw him playing, you know, just saw him, saw him like trying to bring, bring Karen. We really Jander heard together. this from
1: Jam Jam's POV of why Kane yeah. had to be the vote. Um, yeah. This is fun from other Caitlin, Stephen.
0: <laughs> yeah, other Caitlin wants to know, is it really fair to call it a negotiation when Jeff has a set price? That's hilarious.
1: Yeah. And Jeff, even after after it was over, Jeff was like, wow, what a great negotiation this was. Yeah. You agreed to my, to the terms set before you. Amazing
0: negotiation, Spices I mean, if they survivors. had been like, we have three, like that's all we're giving you. Like, can we have a half a bag of rice? Like that would have been that would have been a negotiation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this was that's not this was not that.
1: Yeah. I feel like they kind of negotiated with themselves.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You um, know, pressuring each other to uh to do something. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, all right. Um, how about? Um, oh, oh, this this made me upset too. Okay, Lauren says we're Jam Jam and Carolyn climbing the same oh rock that gosh. sent Matthew
0: out of the game. What are we doing? That was crazy. You would think what are at we that doing? point the producers would be like, "Hey guys, just just don't climb the rock anymore. Like, yeah, just get stay off, off the rock,
1: rock, everybody. Just new rule: nobody climb the rock." Yeah, or what were what were like the,
0: the other uh Ratu players up to? I couldn't they be like, hey, you know, maybe stay away from that one? No, well, they one were probably so like, hey,
1: first. like at this point in the game, like I they hope more people get medically evacuated. <laughs> but if you're in production, could you imagine yeah. you lose Carolyn or Jam Jam on the Rock? Oh my god. Somebody oh my would god. have to be fired.
0: No, that was, that's so ridiculous. And Jeff um, had
1: said when it happened on on the on fire official Survivor Podcast, like, oh, we would never tell the players not to climb on the rock. Why? Yeah. I'm actually uh, a fan of that.
0: Like, I don't feel like, I, like enough guardrails, there's enough guardrails, but the specific rock, I mean, rocks generally, I would agree, but like once someone has been injured and medically evacuated because of an injury on a specific rock, which was already looked pretty risky, like maybe just that rock, just stay away from that
1: one rock. Steven, if Carolyn, like, like that, not for anything, like I'm... A, a pragmatist okay yeah like I've always this said that about is you. this this show is a, a a business could you imagine the like the ramifications of I, I maybe they just feel like oh hey carolyn falls off the rock we'll bring her back next season that's fine <laughs> um but i mean you like people like people are going to be like uh turning the show off in droves
0: yeah yeah, that would be uh not great. But the the Bruce versus Carolyn Season would be a great <laughs> captain classic captain's right. Boy, matchup. Poor
1: Matthew guys uh, <laughs> sitting at home screwed. <laughs> I don't make the rules. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, what about tubby lunchbox, Steven? All right. The great tubby lunchbox
0: wants to know, does Tika become the big threat now? Do Soka and Ratu work together to target one of
1: them? Honestly, I don't think it happens next week. I think, I, I think that, <laughs> that they go back and they got, they get one more Soka and yeah. then it comes down to at The seven. Okay. You have four non Tikas, right? Three Tikas. That's the week that I feel like, Hey, line in the sand, there's three of them. There's four of us. This is, this is the time that we do it. Yeah. And then, and then, and then they're going to be like, yeah, but what about Soka? Come on. We got to stop them. Come on. Uh, Ratu, what about, what about them? We got to, you know, that I think that'll be fun when it's it, if we get it down to three, a three, a two and a two. Yeah, that'd you know, be very fun. That'll yeah, very I think that would be a very, very interesting vote. So um, and I, at some I, don't point, hopefully, like, I don't think it's at eight. Yeah,
0: yeah. No, I agree. I think I feel I agree. I think Ahsoka is going next week. Which Soka? I think hmm. it could be any of them. I really don't know. I, I think it's Danny. I think there's a big good chance it's Danny. I think there's a good chance it's Franny. If Franny loses immunity. They got to take a shot at her, like her, her, her boyfriend's on the jury twice. And, um, then she's this immunity beast.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I guess there might be some thought that maybe Danny has an idol and I think it's going to be tough to execute a, uh, a split, I guess. Um, because can you, can you split there at eight with it's five versus three, um, yeah, I feel like it's, uh, you can't you can't split that, right? No, I mean, the, the, I guess you could the, put three. Uh, at that point, it's like what, what, what?
0: And maybe Danny wins a meter. I mean, Danny seems like the obvious next target because Carolyn obviously really wants it. Like he's this big player. You know, he just played the idol for. Uh, yeah, I mean, D- I would say Danny, but I, I don't think it's impossible that Franny goes home.
1: Even, even Heidi, like to, I could say a case for. Well, her. we haven't talked about Heidi that she did find the idol, and Heidi, not, I, um, you know, very smartly says, "I'm not going to tell anybody about my advantage." Yeah, <laughs> for once. <laughs> Finally, yeah. yeah, yeah, okay, all right. Um, how about this question from Anthony?
0: Anthony wants to know: Will anyone believe Jamie if she sees that Kane left with
1: her idol? If she
0: says that Kane left with her idol, and does it drastically improve her odds of making it to the end? That's very funny. Like Jamie says, "Oh yeah, Kane had my idol because of knowledge of power." <laughs> Do people believe her?
1: Hmm. Um. Boy, I would I would think so because that then she could like, she played, I don't know if they know, did they, will they know that she played Lauren's vote? So it's like, yeah, we all switched our advantages around because know. of knowledge is power. And so does it, does it help hi, uh, Jamie or hurt Jamie that the fake idol that she possessed is now gone? Like, was it, definitely it helps her? It, it, it helps her. Like, was it offering her protection or was it making her a target?
0: I think it was making her a target, right? Because people were worried about the idol. Oh, I mean, although you know, you never you never want to stack votes on someone who has an idol to play. So it goes both ways, right? On the one hand it attracts attention to you. On the other, when it comes down to it and you're actually making that decision you probably will not put the votes on that person.
1: I do think it ultimately helps her in terms of winning the game because I do think that it would be hard for the jury to respect somebody that comes up there and plays a fake, fake idol that they yeah. think was real. Yeah. And then it's like a whole like kerfuffle over like, no, 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 no it's real. What are you talking about? You uh, like, kerfuffle. no, it's fake. Like, no, yeah. I found it. It's real. Fake, yeah. fake, fake. Yeah. 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 You faked with me? Yes, we faked. Okay. All right. Steven, um, how about from uh, Anthony? Does Franny have the most potential to go to an immunity run? Yeah, sure.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, that'd be great. Like, get a real... uh, What's the most... Is Kelly W. still the the most female wins for, right? Kelly Wigglesworth?
1: Yeah. yeah, um, Tied with someone? Like, most... Yeah, uh, Jenna Maraska has four immunity wins, and I think... um, did Kim also win four? I can't remember how many Kim had. Um, I don't know if a woman has won five in a, in a season. I do not believe so. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um. Oh, Chrissy Hoff. Chrissy Hoffback, Does she have four or five? Oh, I think she was tied for the. I think maybe she had four. Uh, yeah. I think um, they all have four. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, um, and uh, poverty may have five over other seasons. Yeah, not, no, 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 not, yeah.
0: this is not like a full yeah. career. This is one mm-hmm. season we're talking about.
1: Yeah. Okay, all right. Um, uh, and speaking of the challenges, Carson hasn't complete, uh, competed in a single individual <laughs> challenge. Do you think that he could be good at them, Billion wants to know.
0: P.S., I really did not like him having to sit out of an of an immunity challenge. I thought that was no good. I did not like that.
1: When you say you didn't like that he had to sit out of a challenge, what do you mean? The one
0: where not this week, but the previous one where he was like not on a team. Was it uh last week or the previous week where he was like not did not get to be two weeks ago? Oh I did at, not at get Mergatory. to be on a team competing for immunity. Yeah, but that's a, they've done that uh before. I don't like it. I don't I think if you should always be able to like compete for your own immunity. Hmm. But he got to pick which team he wanted to back. And that was his like top competition. I guess I guess mm-hmm. like the gamble. Yeah, I don't he know. Right I think one. you should always be able to like have, you know, have uh the, the option to compete mm-hmm. for immunity if there's an immunity challenge.
1: Okay. Um yeah. let's see, is there uh anything else that we haven't uh discussed? I think we I think we got it all here. Especially for
0: Jam Jam, I think, right? Like he's the one who was really pushing Kane. Um he's the one who's got this straight, and I really do think like He's got to be thinking about his final tribal speech. Like, to be able to say, like, these four people voted for me, then one, two, oh, three, four, they went he's got it all out. down. Yeah. So I think, like, you know, he's... Uh, uh, jam jam like because he's not just eliminating someone who voted for him. He's setting up his own narrative as a winner, and we always talk about how that's what you want to be able to do is like tell a story about why you should win. And I think he is like he's writing that story.
1: Right I think I think he's really really good at it. I think that Carolyn has an uphill battle because she has to sort of like and she's talked about this a lot in her confessionals about how oh people think I'm this, but she still has to at some point. Change that perception right. around, um, and for Carson, I think that people really do like him and like have a lot of love for him, but he's been so weakened over uh, these last couple of votes like i feel like it's going to be hard for people to like uh like you know that where people i think that they feel like that he was our like sick baby bird that we had to bring along like i think it's hard to especially if it is an altica final three i just think that jam jam is so strong and so good at being able to articulate his, what he's done in the game and and how he's played
0: Yeah. And I mean, the other thing that, I mean, and that's the quality of Carson that is working so well for him, right? Is that he seems so non-threatening that everyone like thinks he's their kid brother. Like you said, like they're like their baby bird to nurture. And that's why he has all of the, and he plays it so well, right? Mm -hmm. He plays it up so beautifully where he's able to create all these bonds and he's able to be in the middle of every conversation and nobody's threatened by him. And I think he's like playing that masterfully, but to your point, like at some point he has to be like, I'm the one leading things. And I, I agree that that's going to be a hard sell for him when everyone thinks of him as the sidekick.
1: Steven, in the preview for next week's episode, Jamie said the era of alliances is over. Agree or oh, disagree? No. <laughs> It's oh, an
0: inflammatory question. Um, I disagree. I mean, clearly, I mean, like, when,
1: you know, this
0: has been this game.
1: My gosh, they're like. She did really, clarify if in, in season 44, the era of alliances right. or in general. I think, I mean, maybe it's like, you know, a, a,
0: a local comment with broader implications. Mm-hmm. Right. So sort of like specifically in this season, more generally about. I mean, no, I mean, you know, there's definitely alliances. Look at the the, the Tika 3. That's an alliance.
1: I thought you declared the era of alliances was over when you said it was time for voting blocks. That was a self-serving comment. That was not something that I meant as a prescriptive
0: rule for the rest of Survivor. I'm I'm big into alliances as opposed to voting blocks.
1: You know, I did a whole uh, deep dive last week about should people play the idol for their ally or for their alliance uh, like in the first part of the merge. And I did a whole deep dive into this and I determined And the only person who ever played their idol for their ally at the in in, up, you know, prior to the final six that won the game was when Jeremy saved you. Wow. I guess I'm the magic. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So play your idols for me. That's that's the takeaway. It's like, don't play your idols for anybody else. Play your well, idols for me. Well, I did a me. whole video
1: about this on the YouTube channel that I do yeah. like a, a specific question uh, every week. And, and I, you know, I had spoken with Jeremy uh, or, because uh, we also, if people missed it, I also had the chance to do a uh, tribute to Keith Nail uh, I got to spoke. I spoke with uh, Wentworth and Jeremy, uh, Natalie Anderson, Savage and Kimmy uh, last week. And That's they had great. some great thoughts uh, about their time with Keith out on Survivor. That's up on the podcast feed. But I I, I asked Jeremy before I got off the phone with him about that. And Jeremy just had some interesting thoughts about how that for him, it was that you were a person that he trusted having in the game. And then he basically ha- like uh, had to ask himself, like, would I rather have Steven in the game or would I rather have Sierra in the game? And in in that instance, like it made a lot more sense for him to want to keep you around. And he had two idols. But going back to Danny last week, you know that Brandon was like was crazy. Was, yeah. Brandon loved Danny. Yeah. Yeah. Brandon was a potential
0: in for for Danny. It's true. Like, whereas Sierra was just like absolute chaos for everybody, Um, you Mm -hmm. know, and the best. I mean, great player. I loved I loved playing with. You know, they were
1: sort of blinded by it was like a Romeo and Juliet. They're blinded by Soka versus Ratu. But really that Brandon and Danny, like they they fell in love. It was love at first sight and they and they got blinded.
0: They needed to stick with what they had said, you know, about like protecting each other and because guys, you know, like them don't don't win the game enough.
1: You know, and Jeremy also felt like, OK, and, and you were also you had the advantage and you were a th- you were a threat for people to worry about instead right. of uh, being worried about him. And so yeah. uh, like that uh, turned out to be a, a good reason to play an idol for an ally.
0: Yeah. I mean, honestly, the fact that whatever the fact that they tried to vote me out instead of him is so dumb. <laughs> no, truly. It's ridiculous. <laughs> like they obviously should have been voting that's for him. Jeremy that said Council. Mandel, sir. He said, These guys are so dumb. It was so dumb to vote mm-hmm. for, Jer- for me instead of Jeremy. Anyway. Okay. That's, that's not, what a are you going to do? What are you going to do? I'm still okay.
1: Yeah. He yeah, he said that he said that that was a bad idea. Also, um, but <laughs> what do you think? All right, uh, let's talk about uh, what else we have uh, coming up here. Of course, hey, we are working so hard for the patrons of Rob has a podcast uh, this weekend. I'm going to get into another edition of the Survivor Academy. I'm going to talk with uh, Beth Dixon this week about what future Survivor players can be learning up through this point in Survivor. 44, not to mention uh, access to international reality TV shows and all sorts of premium content that we put in our podcast feed, not to mention the greatest reality TV community in the world. That's all available at robiswebsite.com slash patron. I'm sure you have about a jillion streaming services and you are not getting nearly as much out of any of those as you would be as you would Becoming a member of the Robbins Podcast Patron community, I uh, take that one to the bank. Okay, All I right? believe that. Yeah, uh, this changed people's lives, Stephen. Yeah, a lot of like,
0: no, true. Well, tell, tell me, tell me some stories. Tell me,
1: tell, uh, uh, we got people that are people uh, that are married. uh wow. life, lifelong friends, uh, mm. babies. How many people like? Oh yeah, I I met my husband on Hulu. <laughs> <laughs> I met my best friend on Peacock. Thank you, Discovery yeah. Plus.
0: Yeah. 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 Get out of here. Yeah, no, I have I'm still paying for services. I don't even watch. So yeah, that's no good.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. But I
0: listen to Rob casts all the time.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. thank you, Steven. Uh yeah, this one. Yes. Yeah. And We've got so many more Survivor podcasts coming your way. In addition to everything I'm doing, we've got everything uh, in our Survivor podcast feed the BB, Survivor Global, Why Blank Lost, the Survivor Stockwatch, and the Purple Pants Podcast, Survivor News Edition with Bryce Isaiah, all in our Survivor podcast feed. Make sure you subscribe. Drop us a slash subscribe. All right. Uh, and then, Stephen, have you checked out uh, a little show called Jury Duty? I have checked it out. I've watched up through episode three.
0: Episode one, I was all the way in. I was. Dying. Oh, you're a little out. I'm a little out on episodes two and three. I was a little bored. Okay, I felt like I felt like I was like kind of making myself laugh like like the momentum of episode one was like you know like still there well i I
1: talked about the first four episodes with jenny autumn on the hit or quit podcast where we talk about we check out reality tv shows and if it's a hit we keep watching and if it's not we quit we find something else so we talked about episodes one through four by popular demand jury duty on hit or quit is it a hit or a quit uh, it's a hit. We we enjoyed it very much. Yeah, yes. Okay. Uh, let's check that out. And then earlier tonight, I talked about Below Deck Colon Sailing Yacht with uh, Sasha Joseph and uh, had a lot of fun covering that show for the very first time. Uh, check that out in our Bravo catch-all feed. Then, oh, this weekend, uh, the aforementioned Zach Wartenberger will oh. be along with Survivor 43's Dwight Omer, Grace and Kirsten and Mari for a little Settlers of Catan live wow. on Saturday afternoon. One are your favorites, Stephen? Yeah. Very fun. Yes. Okay. Uh, not the type of uh, nerdy thing that Kane would do, but what uh, Carson would do. Right.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where Settlers lies. That's a, that's a tweener because Settlers is, you know, like a mainstream boardroom. Yeah. that's you know, for non, it's for non-nerds to play. I mean, the all nerds also play it, but I'm just saying like it's Shots a crossover board. All game. right. Everyone plays Settlers. It's a Everybody crossover. Everyone plays it. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. All right. Um then nice. Yeah, we've got uh coming up on uh, about 13 minutes from now, uh Big Brother Canada's veto recap. Check out the Wednesday night edition of Big Brother Canada as it uh heads into a double eviction coming up on Thursday and then over on the Crime Scene Podcast. Uh, check out the coverage of American Manhunt, the Boston Marathon Bombing with Sarah Carradine and Mari Forth in our Crime Scene Podcast feed. Hmm. And of course, all these podcasts that you mentioned and more are available for free when you head on over to Rob has a website. Dot, Rob website.com slash subscribe for our links on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Thank you again. For joining us for another week of Survivor Know It All. Steven, anything coming up for you? Yeah, I'll be on the
0: Survivor Now podcast if you want me to hear, you know, tomorrow I'll be recording that. I think it's going to go live on, oh no, we're going to go live tomorrow. We're going to go live tomorrow. It's live Thursday. Do it live. Uh, I think it's live. I I don't know. I think it's because go live. I don't know if it's like, yeah, I think think it's live.
1: Maybe I I don't know. Go live. (laughs) Go
0: <laughs> to the Survivor Now podcast. And then Saturday, for those in the Washington, D.C. area, I will be interviewing Johannes Lickman, whose new novel, Calling Ukraine, was just released. It's an extremely funny novel about a young guy who goes to live in Ukraine. This is before the invasion, um, With and, and work in a call center there. It's great. It's got a lot of, like, uh, insights into Ukrainian culture and humor. And it's a fantastic book. And like I'm gonna be like at the bookstore, Politics and Prose in Washington, DC, in conversation with Johannes Lickman. So I will not be talking about Survivor. I'll be talking about his book. But if you'd like to hear uh me talk about a book, yeah, you know, what's come on by
1: there. It's like you're gonna be like uh like you sitting on chairs and there'll Yeah, be looking, there'll be chairs yeah. and there'll be people in the
0: audience well, and like they'll like a- be asking like rambly questions that have, like really like statements about themselves. Um and then I'll be asking um you know, Johannes questions about his book.
1: Yeah, it's well, a great book. It's a really funny book, but that, like it's like a that's awesome honor that for you're me. doing this. But you're you're pl- you're plugging it here. You're gonna get questions like, "Uh, yeah, I have a question. Uh, Stephen, do you think that Carolyn uh should have uh, put no, no, a vote please no. on? Please don't. <laughs> no. no, no. I would be like so- what? Who's Carolyn? Like yeah, uh, nothing. Yeah,
0: no, nothing. No, don't I don't even acknowledge you. I will, I'm not. you that's not me. You're confusing me mm-hmm. with somebody else. Yes.
1: Yeah. Yes. Stephen, this question is is about uh Kane. He said Ukraine. No. Kane.
0: Kane. <laughs> oh, no. no, not this audience. Not, not the <laughs> app listeners. That's not their, those are, that's, that's not their, their uh, ML. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, that's really cool that you're doing that. Yeah. And I'm, I'm very honored because it's like, like, you know, I'm going to, you know, I've always wondered like, who are these authors? Like when they say like in conversation with, and I like, go, like, who, who's the person who gets to be in conversation? And now I know it, it's, it's me. I mean, the no qualifications is what qualifies them.
1: Mm-hmm. Zero. <laughs> yeah all right well uh, have fun this weekend doing that. Thanks everybody right. for joining us uh, and uh, we'll be back next week with more survivor No alls at the final eight coming up next week. Take care everybody have a good one. Bye. bye.